Chapter 4, Capacity and Legality. Capacity of Parties to Contract. Capacity refers to the legal ability of parties to enter into a contract. Law students should delve into the various factors that affect a party's capacity to contract. A. Minors, minors, individuals under the age of majority, generally lack the capacity to enter into contracts. Contracts with minors are voidable at the minor's option, although certain contracts, such as those for necessities, may be binding. B. Intoxicated or mentally incapacitated individuals. Contracts entered into by individuals who are intoxicated or suffering from mental incapacity may be voidable if the party lacked the capacity to understand the terms and consequences of the contract. C. Corporations and other entities. Capacity of entities to contract is determined by their legal status and governing documents. Ultra vires acts, actions beyond the entity's legal powers, may be unenforceable. Minors and incapacity. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When it comes to contracts involving minors, law students should explore the complexities of such agreements. A. Disaffirmance. Minors can disaffirm, void, a contract at any time before reaching the age of majority or for a reasonable time thereafter. B. Exceptions. Contracts for necessaries, essential goods and services, are generally binding on minors. However, minors are only liable for the reasonable value of the goods or services received. Contracts contrary to public policy. Law students should be aware of contracts that are against public policy and therefore unenforceable. A. Illegal contracts. Contracts that involve illegal activities or violations of law are void and unenforceable. b. Unconscionable contracts. Contracts that are extremely one-sided and unfairly advantageous to one party may be deemed unconscionable and unenforceable. c. Restraint of trade. Contracts that unreasonably restrain trade or competition are often unenforceable due to their potential to harm the public interest. Landmark case. Lucy v. Zemmer, 1954. The case of Lucy v. Zimmer illustrates the principle of mutual assent and the capacity to contract. In this case, the parties were inebriated at the time they purportedly entered into a contract to sell a farm. One party later claimed the contract was a joke, but the court held that the evidence indicated the parties had the requisite mutual assent and capacity to form a valid contract. Conclusion. Understanding the capacity of parties to enter into contracts and the limitations based on age, mental capacity, and legality is crucial for law students. By recognizing the rules surrounding minors' contracts, the effects of intoxication or mental incapacity, and the concept of contracts contrary to public policy, students can identify situations where a party's lack of capacity or the illegality of a contract may affect its enforceability.